0: the Penguins lost in Buffalo. This really happened. It really did. Good morning to you. (laughs) Good Monday morning. This is Dan Kovachovic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. And this is Daily Shot of Penguins, which, believe it or not, will continue to come your way every Monday through Friday, bright and early in the morning, despite losing in Buffalo. Final score was Sabres 4, Penguins 2. It actually wasn't even that close. It actually wasn't even that close. The Sabres were in command from front to finish. And while you can look at that a number of different ways, the Penguins were uh, third game in four days, second matinee in a row, taking the Sabres for granted, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and make excuses. It's it's really really hard to go six and zero against anybody in a single season. The only time I can recall the Penguins dominating one team that much in a year in their own division was when they went eight and zero against the Flyers uh, twelve years ago. Remember that? And the Flyers were just really 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 bad. Well, the Sabers are really bad too, but they're also six three and one since they got rid of a lot of their quitters like uh, Taylor Hall and Eric Stahl and so forth. So now they have at least guys who are trying. So whatever y- you don't, you don't, you don't erase it. You don't wash it away. The Sabres actually out hustled the Penguins and everything else. So I, I kind of like Teddy Bluger's assessment of it afterward. In this time of year, we can't afford to kind of come out flat like that. I felt like we were kind of second to loose pucks, uh, losing a lot of puck battles. And, um, uh-huh. I think that kind of costs us. So I think in the sense that, you know, this time of the year with about 10 games left and um, the playoff race the way it is, I think we just got to come out with more energy. Yeah, whatever. I mean, they've got a couple of games against the Devils here at home. They've been great at home. They can get right back uh, on the bike, so to speak, and just forget that this one happened. Whatever. Here's my bigger takeaway from how I was feeling and watching the Penguins uh, over the weekend in, in Buffalo and before that at home, and that's this. What is the prize here? What is it that everyone's so eager to achieve in the regular season because I'm here to tell you I don't see any such thing. I don't know what the benefit is of finishing first, second, third, fourth, I get, because you want to make the playoffs. Second, I get to an extent, because they've been really good on home ice, as I just mentioned. And you want to take advantage of that. 16-3-2 doesn't lie, even if it's come without fans for a lot of that. For whatever reason, the Penguins are more comfortable at PPG Paints Arena. Great. So battle for second. But the idea of trying to elbow this team or that team out of a certain slot to match up against another, where is that? Where is that scenario that everyone's seeing here? Boston is currently the team that's in fourth place. They're 7-2-1 in their last 10. They've won four in a row. They're getting a lot of their injured guys back, notably on the blue line. They're going to get Tukarask and Yaroslav Halak back. Oh, and by the way, they have a whole bunch of devils and sabers coming up. They probably won't even finish fourth. They're probably going to pass the Islanders. Maybe they'll pass the Penguins. I don't think any of it matters. I can't think of a single team where I'd say, there's the one that the Penguins will match up best against. And you want a perfect example of that? You know who the Penguins have the best record against, right? Yeah, the Islanders, six and two against them. Are you eager to face what's probably the best team in the East Division? This is kind of what I'm getting at here. I don't look so much at the standings and say, here's a must this or a must that. The only must in this is making it. The next best option is finishing second, and even that is like, whatever. I mean, you know and I know that the players won't care about that. They'll they'll say, yeah, yeah, home ice is great, home ice is great, means a lot to us, be in front of our fans, whatever. They, They don't actually care about that. Not that much. The most important thing that the Penguins have to achieve between now and Game 1 of the Stanley Cup playoffs is this. Get healthy and figure things out as players come back. I know this is a bad time to be bringing this up because everyone's still, I'm sure, sore today over what happened yesterday. But if you listened closely to what Teddy said there, one of the things he pointed out was that we were always second to pucks. That's that's him basically parroting Mike Sullivan. That's players do that a lot after, uh, especially after a loss. They feel like they don't want to come out and say the wrong thing. They know what the coach already said to them in the locker room, so they'll come out and say that. And yes, the Penguins were second to pucks. They need to get that mindset and mentality. Ingrained, But I think they already had that. I think they already had that, that yesterday was the anomaly. What they need to do is, as Evgeny Malkin and Kasperi Kapanen and Brandon Tanev, ideally, and Freddie Goudreau and these other guys start coming back to the lineup to make sure that they're finding some continuation of of the chemistry that's gotten them to 28, 14, and 3 and second place in the east. That's gonna be the real challenge here. Yes, wins along the way will be nice. Yes, winning the division would be would be nicer, even though I believe going off the top of my head here that the Penguins have only won one Stanley Cup as a division championship out of their five. As a division champion, I should say, out of their five. Only one. That's not that important. It's nice to have banners, though, and I'm sure it's something that everybody could really get behind and maybe give them a confidence boost, but I also don't know that I, I see it happening. Washington's playing really, really well right now, and they have gotten healthy, and they seem to have finally found some stability and goal. So what do you really need to do here? Just play good hockey. Play good hockey. Yesterday wasn't good hockey. Tomorrow against the Devils ideally will be good hockey. Not all that dramatic. It's just not. This isn't the time for the coaches to walk into the locker room and say the kind of things that I'm saying right now. Hey, fellas, don't worry about where you finish. Just, you know, just have a good time. That's not going to work. But the idea from, from... an outside observer's standpoint that the penguins, oh no, they need to do this or they need to do that. I, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by Fubo TV, which really is how you should be watching TV. Monthly cost of a cable bill is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels. You get free DVR. There's no such thing as installation, no contracts, cancel anytime. You get at and Sportsnet Pittsburgh, so you get to see the Penguins and the Pirates. And for listening to this fine program, FUBO TV is offering our listeners a 7-day free trial and 15% off your first month by going to FuboTV.com slash DK. Again, that's FuboTV.com slash DK. I know we're all used to wanting to see the team do well down the wire and everything else here but the fact of the matter is that the rangers are the only threat to anybody to knock them out of the playoffs and that just doesn't exist they're they're not going to do that either because the team that they're chasing that's nearest to them in the standings is boston who as i just mentioned isn't going to hang around there for very long there's nobody there's nobody there's no threat So focus on systems and playing better defensively as a team. Uh, Something that I wrote about late last week in a column for DK Pittsburgh Sports. This group still gives up way too many high-grade chances and relies on their goaltenders to make high-grade saves. And when that doesn't happen, like Casey DeSmith didn't happen, he didn't happen at all yesterday then you see the outcome. They can still become a much better team in that regard. They can still generate more shots on goal. They can still find better ways, smoother ways, to connect through the neutral zone to generate more speed, to take better advantage of their speed, to back off the other team at the opponent's blue line. There's a lot of things they can do a lot better. There's a lot of questions they still have to answer. What about power play one? How do you get Jared McCann out there on power play one? Because I'll be damned if he should come off. And I, I don't care whose feelings get hurt. You don't pop six power play goals in a short period of time and then get taken off because someone else has the bigger name. How do they settle on their penalty killers? How do they get Jeff Carter fully ingrained into everything? He's had his moments, certainly, in the three games since he's been with the Penguins, but he's also had a couple of defensive lapses that one of them in particular really jumped out at me as being something that was just systematic, that he he wasn't in the right spot, and he'll be in that right spot. There's not a lot of time. There's three weeks until playoffs. That's it. Get healthy, get out there, and get it together. When we come back, just one question. Time for just one question, and that's brought to you on this program, always by the good people of the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across Western Pennsylvania, and they need your help. Go to PittsburghFoodBank.org, spell it out PittsburghFoodBank.org. Find out how one dollar is all it takes to make five meals. Today's question comes from Bill. Who complains? My issue with the game yesterday is that they came out flat and lazy again. It happens too often with this team like they were satisfied with a split. Um. No, I'm I'm not going to agree with really any of this. If you had made this observation, Bill, In January, I would have suggested that you were being light on them. They were doing this sort of thing all the time, like every game, where it looked like they were just way behind and they had nothing going. And to paraphrase Teddy again, they were second to pucks the entire time. Uh, I I didn't see that yesterday and really – honestly I know everyone's gonna be upset about this game, but let's be fair all they've done for a long while now is win and they've done that despite missing Malkin Kapanen, and Tanev a whole bunch of other guys and they've they've gotten results they haven't just played hard they haven't just uh Performed to the extent where you say, atta boy, good effort, we'll get them next time. They're actually they're actually winning games. And as far as the Devils and the Sabres go, and we keep lumping these two teams together, the Sabres were a thousand times worse than the Devils. Up until recently. The Sabres had some quitters on their team. They had guys that didn't want to be there and made it very clear vocally and on the ice. Why Buffalo continued to play them, I have no idea. But they did, and it was only dragging the whole process down for Buffalo. When Buffalo entered this season, a lot of people thought they would compete. Look at the names that they started the season with. I'm not trying to justify yesterday here. I'm trying to put some context into this. The Sabres are now 6-3-1 in their last ten I mean, it's not It's not like this was some outlier here. They've been playing better. I thought they played pretty well. The Sabres did on Saturday. You know, even though the Penguins won. I, I thought that they, you know, they gave it a pretty good effort there. And, you know, the Penguins won by the smallest margin. There wasn't much to it. I, I don't feel like every time a team loses that there has to be a narrative attached to it. It just... Uh, that the Penguins were satisfied with a split. Why would they be satisfied with it? I I don't know that that existed either. I thought that there was a fairly decent effort early on. They didn't get results. Uh, Buffalo did. Buffalo got a, you know, I mean, obviously the very, very early goal. And then after that, Sam Reinhardt finished a couple uh, one was on a really, really good shot, and the other one, De Smith, just looked ridiculous in dropping to his knees uh, to let the one in over his left shoulder. Uh, he's already small enough. He doesn't need to make himself smaller. But th- these don't have to have, like, you know, some kind of drama attached to them. It just, just wasn't their day. Not a big deal. Uh, again, they've got the Devils coming up, but, and and they've had a couple of issues with the Devils which might be what you're referring to in that one three-game stretch where they uh, three in a row against the Devils where they only came away with three points. But that's been the outlier. This team's really done a good job of taking care of business, and I'll be very surprised if they don't emerge exactly the same way tomorrow night. Thanks for the question, Bill. Thanks to everybody for listening. We'll do another one of these daily shots of penguins tomorrow.